0: Hey everyone, Mike here with Hilco Homes. I got with us a very special guest, one of Hilco's very own. So stay tuned. guys so for all of you who are listening to this episode we are trying something kind of new Uh, we have a camera set up here and we're actually going to be launching a Hilco Homes YouTube channel and uh, hopefully do uh, both the video and audio side of things so you can check us out on YouTube and you can listen to our podcast so if you're listening to the podcast Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I got Alex and I have another team member of ours here named Ian. I want Ian to jump in here and talk a little bit about his experience and his journey into the world of real estate. Ian, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, how you got into real estate, and how you found yourself at Hilco. Hey
1: everybody, I'm Ian Jackson. I'm a licensed realtor in the state of Texas. Uh, Been with Hilco Homes for about two months now. Uh, I work with an investor-friendly brokerage. It's called the Listing Firm. We're based out of Houston, and since I work with investors, I wanted to get a better understanding of the wholesale side of things. Uh, like I say, I've been in real estate for about four years now, working with investors. Uh, but the acquisition side of things was uh, was kind of new to me in the sense of finding off the market, off market discounted properties uh, regularly for my investor clients to be able to flip. So. Me just wanting to be kind of a jack of all trades and helping my clients from the beginning to the end of the process. Uh, I started reaching out to Marco when they were doing some of the uh, deep dive wholesales uh, to learn a little bit more about wholesaling. Uh, And it just seemed to be the perfect fit. So after about a four or five month courtship back and forth, uh, talking to Marco, him really excited about uh, what I could bring to the team. Uh, We kind of finally had a sit down and, you know, I started up October 1st and things have been going well. Uh, Closed my first deal, got it under contract in the first week. And uh, I just closed that one actually uh, last week.
0: You hear that, Uh, Alex? He's coming for you. Yeah, (laughs) uh, I'm coming for the closer, (laughs) (laughs) y'all.
1: So, but yeah, everything's been going well and I I really enjoy being a part of the team.
0: Awesome. Well, you said something kind of interesting and I want to bring that up for the audience. You said that uh, You uh, attended some of the Ask Wholesale events, and uh, I was wondering, did that have any influence on your decision to get into the world of wholesale real estate? already being a licensed agent?
1: Very much so. I mean, there's this misconception uh, with agents that wholesaling is illegal. uh, (laughs) And I know that uh, that's not the case. I I know too many wholesalers in the business who have been successful doing wholesale deals for a long time. And I just wanted to jump into their realm, understand more of the process uh, and, and things of that nature that it's kind of a mystery to most agents because they're used to just sure. seeing the traditional real estate transactions uh, that we do on a day-to-day basis, which there are plenty of. Uh, but you know, working with investors, I just wanted to be able to add a little bit more of a bonus uh, to the the things and services that they need from my end so that was one of the reasons why i teamed up with hilco uh to learn that side of the business and it's it's been great
0: so there's a, a, a kind of an interesting conversation we can have right here because mm. um in past episodes alex has talked about how he does not like working with real estate agents <laughs> uh, <laughs> putting me on blast
2: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you having been a real estate agent or still are a real estate agent mm. but before you got into wholesaling um, what was your opinion on working
1: with wholesalers? I, I thought it was—I <laughs> thought it was fine as long as my investor clients were happy. I was happy too. You know, I feel like it's actually a win-win scenario working with wholesalers. uh, Because sometimes when you're dealing with properties that are on the MLS, they're looking for retail value. That's the reason why they're on market versus off market. And wholesalers, they put a lot of energy into the acquisition side as far as marketing, setting up walkthroughs, negotiating with sellers to get the right price point. All of those things are actually added benefits to us as realtors. So essentially what will happen is they will find those deals Get them to the investors. The investors fix them, flip them, and then they bring them back to the real estate agent to, uh, you know, put essentially put on market for retail. And to me, that's a win-win scenario. I think a lot of agents don't see the win. They, sure. they they get caught up into a missed out on commission for them versus the added bonus of having more retail to put on the market and get that commission. So yeah,
0: no, that's that's a great that's a good point. Yeah. Um. Now. Would you have any advice, so for the audience listening, mm-hmm. um, if you are a licensed real estate agent, you haven't done any wholesaling and you work with wholesalers, Ian, what kind of uh, advice would you give to them, to these licensed agents, on how to have that conversation with wholesalers to make that those interactions work for everybody?
1: Uh, network, network, network. Uh... You know, learn the ins and outs. Find out what these wholesalers are doing, what what you know their marketing strategies are, what type of exit strategies they are setting up. Because everything is not necessarily a fix and flip deal. Uh, you know, you might have uh, as a, just as a listing agent myself personally, uh, I've gone into scenarios where uh, there just wasn't a good enough spread for. The home to have a flip, right, right. Uh, but these sellers, we kind of talked about that in yeah. our
0: one of our uh, more recent episodes. You know, yeah, and... making sure that the that the numbers work. Yeah, um, absolutely. Now, in terms of
1: approaching
0: uh, real estate agents and having a conversation with wholesalers, Alex, what would you want to tell agents, licensed agents, uh, to you know, some bits of information or advice? Like, how do you want what do you want them to know about interacting with wholesalers to make those interactions more productive
2: so um if i had any advice for any realtors out there listening i would say just be mindful you know the the working with wholesalers the fact is that the wholesaler is trying to create a win-win you know for you for the realtor and for the for the seller as well you know I, i wouldn't try to dismiss wholesalers off the back because they just want to get the property at a good price you know I would say you know if the wholesaler is trying to get your property sold let it happen you know I understand <laughs> but the thing is I under I also understand that Realtors you know they get paid you know by how how well the purchase price is you know I'm assuming right so they get it. Commission split, yeah, a commission yeah. split. So off the sales price, but I mean, listen, you know, if if the property's been on the market for over 300 days, okay, yeah. like I've I've had a property on, uh, I've saw a property Dow green, mm-hmm. that property was on MLS for over 500 days, yeah, okay. I mean, I by by this time, if a wholesaler comes at you trying to buy it off of you, just sell it, <laughs> just right. sell yeah. it, that's, man. You that's know? the practical thing yeah. to do. If
1: the seller is wanting to sell. And there, I mean, uh, we have a duty as realtors to present all offers to our sellers. Yeah. So if the seller is wanting to sell, then yeah. you gotta present that offer to them. There's no way around it.
2: it exactly, you know, I, I feel like sometimes realtors aren't looking out for the, for the uh, seller, you know? They're looking out more for themselves yeah. You know, especially, I, you know, I've dealt with realtors. The reason why I don't like dealing with realtors, you know, I did with you, Ian, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I like you. Okay, but uh, with uh, like realtors, <laughs> yeah. with realtors in general, you know, they always, they don't even present the seller with my offer. They're like, no, that's just too low, and no, we're not going to do it. I'm like, look, the, the the property's been on the market for over 300 days. I mean, come on, man, do what's best for, <laughs> do what's best for the seller, okay? Not for what what's best for your pocket okay i right, think right. you know some realtors just give other realtors a bad name as well
1: yeah. could say the same thing about wholesalers
2: too. oh yeah wholesalers <laughs> yeah. yeah i do agree with that as well some wholesalers just and that was gonna be my next
0: topic was <laughs> let's flip the coin and uh talk about you know working with wholesalers because i think by far and large part of the reason why real estate agents don't like working with wholesalers is because of the bad rap that wholesalers uh, I guess, make for themselves. Uh, and uh, I guess part of the issue is that there's an overabundance of investors that uh, are out there that they call themselves real estate investors or wholesalers and don't really know what the heck they're doing true you know they maybe saw a handful of youtube videos uh maybe heard one or two podcasts uh, obviously not a hilco podcast <laughs> uh, and you know they they decided they were going to just give it a shot and um you know they they really don't know what they're doing and it's a a disservice to the industry you know it's like for true. for people like us at hilco that we have a good reputation we we take care of the buyer and the seller um you know there's uh, there's a, a wide degree of quality in the wholesalers that you come across and uh as a wholesaler so we're going to take this in two parts so the first one as a wholesaler how do you work with other wholesalers especially the ones that don't really know what they're doing
2: i typically just guide them if after talking with them i always try to build rapport with other wholesalers before we even get into a deal because i just kind of want to see how um I would say how ignorant they are, or I I try to also find out how well knowledge they are in their deals when it comes to numbers. Sometimes I'll even ask them, you know, like, how did you get this number? Like, what do you what do you run your comps at, Um, and how do you run your comps? And uh, you know, based off of that, you know, I kind of just you know do my numbers and I explain to them how I got my numbers and why we need you know a a deal or why we need the purchase price. At a, at a certain percent where you know where investors they want to be at a 75 to a, a 70 to 75 percent you know and I, and i explain that to the wholesalers when i'm when they're trying to pitch me a purchase price that's way over than where it needs to be you know and you know i kind of just tread carefully i i try not to piss people off but at the same time you know i try to get people other uh, wholesalers to be realistic about what they're doing
0: well what about those wholesalers that go on the opposite side of that spectrum because i've known people who try to get deals down to like 50 55 cents on the dollar and that's like super undercutting i mean it's not impossible to get a deal like that but that's unrealistic. I think in most expectations, um, especially in a in a market like to, like right now, yes. like if you're trying to get fifty cents on the dollar and you're, you you got to compete against someone who's willing to give seventy five cents on the dollar, you know, like how do you deal with those kinds of of wholesalers? Um, I mean, that, I'm sure that would be kind of annoying if they're telling you, you know, they're asking you know fifty percent or sixty percent ARV when you're going in at seventy and seventy five.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a difficult scenario to be in, just because, you know, I, I tend to look at those wholesalers as being a little bit too greedy, uh, in the sense, uh, just because there's a, if you're getting it at fifty fifty five percent, you know fifty five cents on the dollar, there is enough spread for everybody to eat there, you know, and if you're gonna just hold it at that and you don't have a buyer that you can move it to, I mean that's what we specialize in. We have buyers, you know. Galore that that are willing to pick up discounted properties on a regular basis. So um, that's the benefit actually to networking and doing co wholesaling. I haven't mastered the co wholesaling side of things as of yet, just because I'm a newer wholesaler and I'm an agent. So those that know that I am an agent, you know, they kind of have their reservations about you know working with me, just because they may think that I'm either trying to daisy chain the deal or. Uh, you know, squeeze their percentage out of there and kind of cut them out a little bit. But that's not necessarily the case, but you do have to make the numbers work. And that's the number one uh, discrepancy that I see with a lot of wholesalers is that just they're not doing their numbers properly and effectively. So Uh,
0: I I will jump in here and talk a little bit about, um, I don't know, I guess, a a pro tip type type of thing Mm -hmm. um when working uh, as a wholesaler working with a real estate agent um just like working with another wholesaler Mm -hmm. you want to build that rapport right is and kind of like what alex talked about the other day when uh having working with a seller that has multiple properties you don't want to go and try to get all the properties at the same time Mm -hmm. you know you want to do like a proof of concept let them know that working with you works. Yeah. You know, if you're working with a real estate agent, um, I, in my experience, uh, I've worked and been around other wholesalers and I've done this myself where, um, you know, get some connections with real estate agents because, um, you know, you, you may have access to the MLS in one market, but you might be missing out on like five or six others. It would be, to your benefit and to your buyer's benefit, if you have those connections, because if you can bring deals to that real estate agent, you know, just like Ian said a little bit ago, um, you know, you, you can, you can monetize that deal twice. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can come to the table as a wholesale agent or the wholesale uh, real estate investor, getting that deal in the, uh, on the front end, and then the investor who maybe does it as a flip, once they're done, they're gonna put that property back on the market as a, uh, a full retail value, right? So that's something that would be beneficial to the real estate agent. Yes. Um, of course, you know you can you can promise things left and right all day, all night. But if if nothing comes uh, out of that, then obviously you know you're you're making a bad name for yourself. So you know if you can find a real estate agent who's willing to work with you make something happen for that agent so that that you can build that trust and then expand your network Mm -hmm. Um, because you never know when you're going to need access to to that market. Mm -hmm. And if you have someone that you can trust that is a reliable person, that is a licensed real estate agent, you can send your investor buyers straight to somebody who can list it on the market and get it sold quick. Mm
1: -hmm. And just uh, another pro tip to kind of add on for real estate agents who are looking to get into wholesale, Uh, that are representing the acquisition side you know as well I don't want to say representing; that's the wrong word but who are assisting in the acquisition side and they are going to be on the listing side of things be very, very conservative with your after repair values that you calculate, because the last thing you want to do is get into a situation where the investor can come back on you and say, hey, I only bought this property because you said it was going to have this ARV and I wasn't able to sell it at this. That could potentially be a complaint um, that they could file against you for Trek. So be very conservative, make sure to uh, you know discuss the ARV and what goes into that and how you calculated that. And essentially, let the seller or your investor client determine what they want to sell that property at and and document, document, document when it comes to representing them as the seller for that home. Uh, So you do have that kind of fallback in the event something doesn't go right with the uh, sale and they end up having to hold that property a lot longer and lose a little money on that. You don't want to be held liable. Uh, So that would be something that I would um, stress to any real estate agents that are trying to get into the wholesale side as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, always keep documentation on things. Uh, keep track of all conversations. Um, that's extremely important. And going back to what you said earlier, Ian, you mm-hmm. know about um, uh, real estate agents having this uh, idea that wholesaling is illegal. Um, I-, I think that goes hand in hand with what we just talked about with you know new wholesalers that don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely. Uh, lends to uh, that perception uh, because if you know you, they, they may say something incorrectly that mm-hmm. isn't a technical term or uh, means something different in the world of being a licensed real estate agent um, but if you understand contracts then you, you would know that uh, the art of wholesaling is is in fact totally fine and legal uh, in pretty much every state and sure there are some gray areas that are that overlap um but again it's up to your local area find out what's uh what those gray areas are in your state um i'm sure people in our audience that are listening are not in texas so you know texas is uh uh, is very relaxed in in a lot of the our, our laws um, in the world of real estate we do have some very strict guidelines um, but aside from how the contracts are drafted um, wholesaling is a, a very much alive and real in the state of Texas and I know it's a little more difficult to do in some other states and it requires additional documentation so um, you know we're not attorneys get with an attorney that's in your state that knows, uh, that knows these laws and ask them for the, for that kind of guidance. Um, but as far as what, what we do, um, you know, Hillco is, is known for uh, we have that reputation for having the right documents in place and done in a timely manner. Um, in fact, I'm going to do a quick little plug here uh, like we always do in every single episode. So I'm <laughs> sure you guys are getting tired of this. Um, but uh, Hilco Homes is uh, expanding, and we are opening up the opportunity to others to join us in the form of owning a franchise of Hilco Homes. So one of the benefits of being a franchisee of Hilco is you get our documentation. So we will actually train you on the closing process um, the contracting process, and uh, share with you our uh, in-house documentation kits that get you through everything that you need to make sure that you have all of your bases covered. Um, like Ian was talking about, you need to uh, keep track of every conversation, um, everything that you that you talk to the buyer and seller about, um, so that it can be agreed upon. And, and recorded you know, appropriately in the, in the correct documentation. That is one of the biggest things, uh, the biggest advantages of being part of a Hillco franchise is that not only do you get all the, all these documents drafted and taken care of for you, but you get to leverage our in-house closing coordinator who takes care of all the closings for you. All you gotta do is get the contract, find the buyer, We'll do the rest. So if you want to learn more about getting your own Hilco franchise, uh, let us know. Send us a, a message on Facebook, um, at our Facebook page at Hilco Homes. Um, or you can email me directly, Mike M I K E at HilcoHomes.com. So that's the best way and the fastest way to uh to reach me and ask about any of the stuff that we talk about on our podcast. Uh, if you want to learn more, just let us know. And um Back to our conversation over here. (laughs) Uh, So uh, before we finish up, is there anything else that um, you wanna talk to us, Ian, about the benefits of being both a licensed real estate agent and a wholesaler?
1: Yeah, I think there's plenty of benefits to it. Uh, Mainly being able to kind of double dip in a transaction like I was explaining before, being able to be on the acquisition side, Uh, And help that investor client find that property and then being able to list it at retail I really enjoy uh, That aspect of the business kind of being able to see it come to fruition, you know, see a home that was uh, Desperately in need of rehab and, and needed of some revitalization and to see that Come to fruition put it on the market and see it sell fast I mean, that's that's one of the beauties of being a part of it from the beginning to the to the end so um definitely determining ARVs, having access to the comps, uh, being able to see what concessions were being offered in a certain area is definitely a, a bonus because at the end of the day, it all affects your bottom line. Seeing what the uh, transaction, uh, what type of financing was done on the transaction, whether it was conventional or FHA, a lot of people... Uh, don't know or a lot of first-time flippers are unaware of the 90-day seasoning uh, when it comes to FHA transaction or even, uh, you know, depending on the financing or or the lender, you know, they may have other uh, seasoning protocols uh, that come into play with, uh, you know, their financing for that end buyer. So all of those are things that uh, being a real estate agent allows you to have the privilege of getting that information, and if you have any questions, and if you're looking at uh, working with investors on a more full-time basis, I would definitely have a sit down with whoever your preferred lender is and find out, um, you know, the ins and outs of the seasoning process as far as what their qualifications are. <clears throat> you know, a lot of times they're going to need a two appraisals uh, to make that transaction work. Uh, Technically, on a 90-day seasoning, it can't be contracted until the 91st day. And then they still may uh, want two appraisals after the fact if your spread is higher than 20% once you put in the uh, factor in the uh, repair costs as well. So uh, there's a lot of moving parts, but definitely uh, being an agent helps uh, you know, in the whole process. So I, I recommend more agents to kind of take a, not necessarily jump in the wholesale, but be more open to working with wholesalers because at the end of the day, we're just creating win-win scenarios for our, for our clients, you know, win-win scenarios for our sellers, win-win scenarios for the buyers. And if they win, we win. And that's, that's ultimately uh, the common goal that we're all kind of moving forward towards. So. Amen.
0: If you guys also want to learn uh, about wholesaling and jump right into it. Hilco is always looking for new team members. If you're in the San Antonio area, uh, again, send us a message on our Facebook page, and we'll reach out to you, and talk to you a little bit more about that. Um, but for now, this that's it for today's episode. Unless Alex, you want to jump in and add anything?
2: Um, yeah. So, uh, if you are looking to get into wholesaling or have deals or questions, I am hosting a. Uh, I do host a, wholesale workshop every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12. Uh, We show up here at Rosella's downtown right it's we are located at the RAND building Uh, We meet here at 9 in the morning and then we come up to the office and uh, you know we do our thing So if you're interested be here Um, We are located at 110 East Houston 9 a.m. Saturdays
0: Awesome All right. Well, that is it for today's episode. Thanks for listening and uh, keep an eye out for next week's episode. And hopefully we will we will have our YouTube channel up and running very soon. All right. Thanks.